When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Spilling the Very Cold Tea. This week on the Story Song Podcast. Everybody, welcome back to the Story Song Podcast. I'm Dan McInerney. I'm Rachel Oaks. And I'm Michael Gazelle. Every episode, we walk you through the wonderful world of a story song. And this week, we're talking about thank you. You're welcome. That's right. We're, we're talking about thank you, everybody. <laughs> thank, hey, you. thank you. It's Thanksgiving. Thank you. The, thank, you. thank you to the listeners. That's right. Aww. It's our Thanksgiving episode. Uh, we're doing the song Thank You by Dido. And it's um, it's a Thanksgiving episode for our friends in the U.S. For our friends in Canada, feel free to hang on to this episode until next October. Yeah, sure. that's right. That's right. Dido always sounded like a Muppet or something, something to me. But I'm mm-hmm. sure we'll get in get into that. <laughs> Dido's in like the Bjork, like canon. That's true. You know what I mean? She's just that. That's that's that kind of name. Dido, right, right, Bjork. Right. They all sound yeah. like sounds. That they put into movies like like slapstick movies. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Something falls downstairs. Dido, 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 Dido. and then at the end it goes dork. Yep. <laughs> Rachel's on week four of a six week Foley artist course. <laughs> and it is not going great. Yeah. <laughs> for for trees rustling, I just go share, share. <laughs> so Michael. Yes. Can you tell us the story of this story song? Yes. Would you like me to do that? Please. Yes. Um, so uh, in this song, thank you, um, a woman, we'll call her Dido, uh, is having a very bad day. Yeah. Oh. Except. That's pretty much it. Well, the thought <laughs> of uh, a loved one, we'll say, makes mm-hmm. it better. That's really the story with with specifics to come. in the story that we'll that we'll talk about as we go through the lyrics. I'm not going to sure. give them all away, but she's just having she's having you ever just have one of those days. Oh, so I, much. She's having one all of those days. And yet at the end of it, after all that she goes through, she is still grateful. Beautiful. That's beautiful. It is. It is actually a really nice thought. Yeah. It's, so it's really off brand for us. It's sort of the 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 dualism of humans, right? Because she's having a terrible day, but it's also the best day mm-hmm. yeah. of her life. It was the best of times, yep. it was the blurst of times. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> My tea's gone cold, I'm wondering why I got out of bed at all. The morning rain clouds up my window, and I can't see it all. And even if I could, it'll all be great. Put your picture on my Two kind of unrelated things. I mean, every day when your alarm goes off, aren't you just like, I'm just going to stay in bed. 
Well, that's true. I did that today. Um, <laughs> but I, I, so this is, she, I think she's quick to, to uh, malaise, if that's a, if that's a <laughs> phrase, and it's not. So her tea goes cold, and her first thought is, I don't even know why I got out of bed today. <laughs> My tea's cold. Well, I don't know if the tea going cold is the reason why she's didn't want to get out of bed. I'd like to think um, it is. I think I think she takes a sip of her tea and she's like, and now my tea's cold. <laughs> this thing's just shot. downhill from here. It's I got, 705. I got... <laughs> I'm gonna start meta and then I'm gonna come then I'm gonna come back around to okay. the specifics of what's happening here. We have had this before. And it wasn't until this evening when we're recording that I looked at the lyrics in anticipation of this. And I realized something for the first time that I had not, I'd never fully understood about this song. Okay. And I, I, I want to get your guys' opinion on this in terms of if you are writing a song, put yourselves in the shoes of the songwriter. Mm-hmm. Okay. Here's what I always thought she was saying. My tea's gone cold. I'm wondering why. Period. Yes. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> we've we've had this before. It's a ghost story. Where the next the next line, it's not clear if it's attached yeah. to the first part or if it's part of the second part. Especially because obviously as you're listening to the song, it's not written out. Right. You know, so you yeah. can't. So she just say. So I always thought it was my tea's gone cold. I'm wondering why. And now I understand it's my tea's gone cold. Period. I'm wondering why I got out of bed at all. <laughs> but uh, that was the first time I ever. She I was like, just, oh, I always thought she was. I always thought she was wondering why her tea went cold. She's just up like until this moment. I just poured it. It was super hot, <laughs> and then I took a sip. It's ice cold. This is what I get she for like, living in a haunted a house. Science. <laughs> so this is getting in, this is getting into the nitty gritty. But do you think, as a songwriter, people ever consider that? Like, wait a minute. Are people going to think that 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 this part is part of that part as I, opposed to part of the other part. I think there are some songs where they're like, the, I'm going to leave this up to interpretation or I'm going to play with the way. Yeah, that I think sometimes it's very intentional. I don't think this is one of those times, no. but okay. I, but I do think that happens. I think we've done songs where it happens and you're like, this is, this is purposeful. The way if that I had it's any structured, c- it's purposeful or the way it's sung. It's purposeful. I don't think that's if I had. Oh, I'm sorry, I can't interrupt you. If I had any kind of a memory, because we this just oh, yeah. happened in like the last couple of episodes where it's there was a line where it seemed like it, it was not clear whether where where this I, part was supposed I to go. I think I don't know exactly what the line was, but I believe it was in Jack and Diane. Um, okay, Michael is our um, collective memory, so if Michael remembers, <laughs> oh, then we'll remember. A lot but... of pressure. No, no, no. no it's okay, we don't want to put pressure. It's on. okay. Okay. But we can move on. So here, here's my next, my next question. Yeah. My tea's gone cold. Before you do that, I will yeah, say yeah. this. Like, I always, I think I knew mm-hmm. it was, I'm wondering why I got out of bed at all, but it was in my mind, she was saying, my tea's gone cold, I wonder why. You know, like, I right. kind of, I knew what she was saying, but at the right. same time, it was, the first part was a sentence. Mm. Right. So... Mine, my interpretation makes zero sense. <laughs> There's also a, um, this song has a weird cadence to it. 
Um, I am not knowledgeable enough to discuss it in, in any intellectual or intelligent way. Mm-hmm. But that sort of like the <laughs> like the the beat. It's a good thing no one gave us a podcast. No, no. Well, I mean, nobody gave us this podcast. <laughs> no, that's true. <laughs> to be clear, <laughs> we're all self-made, baby, uh, for better or worse. But like, there's that the beat is sort of like like it's. It's like kind of lurching. I don't know how to describe it. But you guys know what I'm talking about, yeah. right? Where it's like, yeah, and it's where also the that emphasis... really cool thing. Well, because it starts with the with the acoustic guitar, and then the beat comes in. And in the year 2000, when the song came out, this was a pretty novel thing. Where like the 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 two sounds are kind of in, in, incongruous. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Especially like because that kind of acoustic guitar didn't go with this sort of like pop um, beat and 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 sound to it. Um, now that I think that's much more common, so maybe it's, it's not quite as exciting, but anyway, but the, cause the way she says my tea's gotten cold, I wonder why I got out of, you know, it, it, it's sort of, again, the, the sort of the, the cadence of it makes it seem like that first part is attached or I should yeah. say the, the next line is attached to the first part, but anyway. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a super cool melody and fitting the lyrics into it, you know, like the emphasis on, on which syllable, like sort of can well i also think it's one of those things where like again if you're writing the song like you know what it you know what you mean so you yeah. can't right. hear it the other way sure. you know what i mean yeah. <laughs> yeah so maybe it doesn't even occur to you until someone points it out um but anyway okay dido's listening to the show right now being like wait, wait. a minute <laughs> oh no oh, we gotta do it all over again man. get everybody back in the studio <laughs> people think that i don't understand how hot water gets cold <laughs> Well, I don't understand. That's a good transition. I don't understand how water gets cold. Okay, so my tea's gone cold. How long has has this been going on? Because guess what tea is? Boiling hot. So if you have left it long enough that it's not even, it's not warm, it is in fact cold. How long has this tea been sitting out? What has she been doing since she has poured this tea that she has allowed it to go cold? That would take like 30 minutes. Here's what I think. Or something. Here's she what wrote I think. a novel. I think it's a chilly day. It's rainy, mm-hmm. as we'll get to. It's rainy. It's gray, so it might not be too warm in the in the home or the apartment or whatever. She pours. She gets out of bed. The kettle's boiling. She pours her tea, and she goes, "I really should shower." She forgets about the tea. She goes to shower. She comes back. The tea's cold, and she says, "Well, now my day is ruined." Right. <laughs> the tea is cold. There's a really easy solution to this, and that is tea kettle on your nightstand. That's that's mm. what they that's what I always say. Just keep it, or just keep a tea kettle in bed. Tea, keep a tea kettle in every room. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is England. They drink a lot of tea. <laughs> that's right. There should be a tea kettle everywhere. Everywhere, shower kettle. Yep. <laughs> An electric yeah, shower think- kettle. I, be- I believe tea just comes out of the faucet, right? Don't they shower in tea? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hot, cold, no, and tea. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's actually for it. Hot, cold, hot tea, iced tea. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And you mix them to get a toddy. Yeah. <laughs> the the yeah, really called- fancy houses, the, the Downton Abbey's, also have one for coffee. Sure. Yep. Good. Um, all right. So my tea's gone cold. I'm wondering why I got out of bed at all. Same, same sister. The, the morning rain clouds <laughs> up my window, and I can't see it all. And even if I could, it would all be great. Now, here's what I was mm-hmm. saying. I don't think it's the cold tea. I don't think it's getting out of bed. I died. I was depressed, you guys. 
she's this, she's this, feeling this, blue. Like, well, she's saying even if even if I could see out the window, everything would just be gray. Anyway, it's just a long gray field out out my window. Yeah, but yeah, and in, and in my window and in my soul. Yeah, I think I think that definitely has two meanings. I think she's saying that even if if the rain, this is. These are really good lyrics because the morning rain clouds up my window. It's again like things that could be read as as two different things. It's the rain clouding up her window and the rain clouds. Right. That are sort of over her house, over her. Um but even if even if the rain wasn't keeping her from seeing out the window, there would still be rain clouds. It would still be gray. Yep. On the literal level, on the metaphorical level, you know, she's just having a day and right. everything is gray and gloomy to her. Right. But there is one beacon of light <laughs> in all this gray. Iced tea. <laughs> <laughs> so good. So good. But your picture on my wall, it reminds me that it's not so bad. It's not so bad. Aw. First of all, Dido, I am so glad that I can be there for you. Um, <laughs> this is a song that is talking about you. Yeah. Yeah. She, she's thanking you personally. That's right. Secondly, this is England. So when she says, your picture on my wall, I assume she's talking about the queen, right? Is that who she's? That's the picture she has on the wall? I thought it was um, Herman's Hermits. <laughs> I thought it was a <laughs> band, band photo of Herman's Hermits. Yeah, I was gonna say mm-hmm. I, I'm. I'm pretty sure you're obligated to have like a a Beatles photo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did she maybe have like a like a Dilbert one a day calendar? <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's a Velvet Elvis. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> she 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 takes off uh, yesterday's Dilbert, reads today's Dilbert. You're, you you get me. Thank you, Dilbert. <laughs> Thank you, Dilbert. Thank you, Thank you Dilbert. Or do you think she's looking um, at the picture and she's like, even the picture's black and white. Everything is gray. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but you know what? That looks good in black and white. It's not so bad. It's, it's very so artistic bad. that way. Yep. That's right. Yeah. This Stillbrook cartoon, it's not so good, but it's not so bad. <laughs> it's like, um, you know what? I, I do send a lot of faxes, Dilbert. That makes, that makes yeah. sense to me. That's. Yeah. Isn't it crazy how many faxes we send? Mm-hmm. In the year no. 2000. <laughs> <laughs> no, of course she's talking about her, her presumably, well, her significant other. Yeah. Um, who's really great, and it's perfect, and it's really helping her out, and it's also me. So, <laughs> and who could blame her, to be honest? Yeah. I drank too much last night, got bills to pay. My head just feels in pain. I missed the bus and there'll be today I'm late for work again and even if I'm there they'll all imply that I might not last the day and then you call me and it's not so bad it's not so bad what is with so many people going out the day before work I maybe <laughs> I you know I, I it's it is it is the millennium so, you sure. know, there there's everybody's living life as best they can. But this is Do you think uh, do you think maybe last night was 
the 2000 New Year's Eve? Is that what, yeah. you're, is that what you're implying? Oh, my God. And she had to go work on Jet on on New Year's Day. That's the worst. Yeah. I mean, retail, uh, what are you baby. What do? Oh, yeah, she, terrible. Um, <laughs> it was December 31st, 1999. Everyone's just like, smoke them if you got them. Yeah. <laughs> We're going out with a bag, baby. Yep, that's all right. <laughs> Let's go. This verse also has a lot of ideas going on, and maybe this is why her head just feels in pain. She drank too much last night. Also, she's got bills to pay. Yeah. Also, she's got a bit of a headache. Not connected. Yeah. So Things I'm guessing the headache is related to the... Drinking? The drinking. I'd imagine. Or the bills. Who knows? Well, I think it's or just everything. It's everything. Everything is just compounding on poor Dido. Everything. Or it's it's the rain. And she gets a headache from the rain. You know, this could be January 1st, 2000, because she drank too much last night and she's got bills to pay. Maybe it's her rent due on the first, you know? Maybe they are. Or connected. she was like, or she was like, you know, I could drink and also like all the computers are going to shut down. So we, no one will have to pay anything. Yeah. And then she's like, oh, no, oh, I still man. have to pay my bills. Oh, my gosh. Oh. <laughs> I spent all my money figuring the, the world economy would reset when the computers took over. Well, listen. jeez. Oh, I'm having a day, you guys. Uh, what? This is not a Dido day. Um, <laughs> I will say. Dido day, <laughs> I will say that I have definitely been. Uh. Uh. You know, when when evening Rachel really screws morning Rachel and you oh, ha yeah. you go out and then you wake up and you find a receipt in your pocket and you're like, what did I do? I have bills to pay. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Maybe that's it. Maybe I it's her bar tab. Yeah. I can't buy everybody shots. What is happening? <laughs> this is crazy. Oh. That 100 percent happened to me. I was at a yeah. bachelorette party and it was. It, and I was a starving artist, and I decided to take my high interest credit card in my early 20s and give it to the bartender and say, anybody over here that wants something, you put it on this card. And then I woke up the next morning and I thought, my God, I've ruined my life. Yeah. <laughs> and thought, I feel well, like that's where Dido is. I have to fake my own death. <laughs> yeah. And, uh... Oh Reinvent my gosh! Myself. I would like to buy everybody a round of drinks with this Coles cash. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You sweat scarves for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> how many how many bottles of champagne can I get with store credit? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This is my Rite Aid. Bottles. This is my Rite Aid reward card. Give everybody <laughs> shots on me. Shots of Nyquil. <laughs> um, so. All right, so she drank. So I also want to say, like, she's really living up. I appreciate she's living up to the England stereotypes. Tea, rain, too much drink. Yeah. Uh, so really, well three done. for three on, on the uh, on the Britishness of this song. <laughs> um, my head just feels in pain. I missed the bus, and they'll be hell today. I'm late for work again. Ugh. Okay. This this next line. Uh, I have a lot of questions about. I'm late for work again, and even if I'm there, they'll all imply that I might not last the day. Oof. 
That is a great Who, line. That is so, that is so not line. like a, a 2000 pop song yeah. line. Like that's just right. That's deep. Why are they so, so mean to me? She has the well, worst okay. coworkers. So she, well, she missed the bus. Okay. Right. And they'll be held today. All right. So she's, cause she's going to be late. Her boss is going to be mad. And she's late all the time. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. Then she said, she's basically saying like, I'm going to get fired. Like, yeah, all of this up until this point makes sense. My question is, who is the they in this? Because it's one thing if like your boss and maybe like the other like regional manager or whatever is like being a jerk, but like your coworkers should not care <laughs> to be like, you're going to get fired. But I'd be like, get off my back, Jerry. What are you talking <laughs> about? We're on the same level. Man, Jerry. Come on, Jerry. I, Jerry's the worst. Look, Jerry. Jerry's, Jerry's a good guy. He's a good guy, but he is after your job. You know what? But Die we down. have the same job. I like. <laughs> what are you talking about? Li- We're both cashiers. Look, he he even said in his career goals was to make a lateral move. So <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't shoot for the stars. He shoots for the no. horizon, I guess. Um, <laughs> yeah. Jerry's a great guy. Love Jerry, going out Jerry, for drinks. Jerry, shoot for over there. <laughs> Love going out for drinks with Jerry. Just don't like working with Jerry. I, I just no. don't like working with Jerry. Because he, he says well, stuff like I, this. I, yeah. Every five minutes, he's like, by the way, you're going to get fired. I mean, you're- Jerry, <laughs> come on. Come on, If Jerry. I get fired, you're going to you're gonna have to do more work. Why are you trying to get rid of me? Yeah, maybe help me out come here, on, Jerry. Man. Cover for me, me once in your life, Jerry. You can't punch me in, Jerry. Come on. I was out drinking last night. You were with there. You, right? Jerry? You were there, Jerry. Come on. You're the one who coaxed me into that third slippery nipple. But I think I think it might not. <laughs> I mean, it's funnier if it's just Jerry being like, "You're not gonna, you're, <laughs> you'll be gone." Yeah, before the end of the day. Hey, hey, maybe don't take your coat off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jesus, Jerry, God, Jerry. But I, I do, I think it is her coworkers being like, "Oh, she doesn't look good." Oh, which you might think actually like be she's worse. Hung, oh. She's hungover. Yeah, I think yeah, I think oh, she's visibly hungover. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Yep. All right. I thought they were like, "You're gonna get fired." That's what that I thought it makes, was. That makes more sense if they're like, "You should go home. You look physically yeah. ill." Yeah. Nobody uh, wants. You should to go see home. It. You know what? Maybe go home. Don't come in tomorrow or ever again. Why don't you take everything off of your desk? <laughs> you it's know, really what you do? two birds with one stone. You know what you do? You go home and you give yourself a nice uh, cold tea. Iced tea? No, 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 no. Cold tea. Get yourself a nice cold tea. Yeah. Like, make a cup of tea, walk away for like two hours, come back, and it just, it's like room temperature. You know? Yeah. Not completely satisfying. That. Do that. (laughs) That. Do that. It's not, it's not like cozy, but it's also not refreshing. (laughs) It's just like, it's there. Yeah. Yeah. It's like British weather. Yeah. It's just, it's just there. Can't avoid it. It's just there. Um, well, if she was worried about getting fired, now look, I'm not, you guys know me. I'm the last thing from a narc. Mm-hmm. Okay. You, you want to, you want to do something on the company dime? You go right ahead. I, I didn't see nothing. I didn't know nothing. I'm You're not no going to say nothing. I'm, no I'm Jerry. the anti-Jerry. Yeah. Exactly. You're Tom. However, if you're worried about getting fired from your job, Maybe don't take personal no calls. No personal calls. Personal calls. That's all I'm saying. That's no all I'm personal saying. calls. Everybody knows she no personal calls. She strolls in like six <laughs> hours late again. 
And before she even gets to her desk, she's like, hold on, I just got to take this. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she, like in the says, middle of the HR meeting. Right. Which yeah, Jerry saying, invited I'm, I'm himself so to. I'm just so sorry. So I have to take this on my, I got to take this call on my Motorola. <laughs> um, hold on. I got to, I got to stop playing snake for one second. Yeah. Put this down so I can answer the phone and talk to my boyfriend. Hello. Oh my God, guys. It's my boyfriend. Um, do you hear that MIDI file playing? That's my that's my <laughs> giant Nokia. I have to uh do do ba do do ba do 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 you mind if I take this? Can I take this? Yeah. Um, yeah, we do. Do you mind while I'm, well I'm gonna do it anyway. Um Jerry, can you just talk to everybody while I'm while I'm on this call? <laughs> can you talk to HR for me? <laughs> um Yeah, because she says, and then you call me and it's not so bad. It's not so it's not bad. So bad. Not so bad, guys. Whatever's going on, it's not that bad. Come on. And the person from HR is like, uh, it is bad. You're in an this HR meeting. That's why you're in the HR meeting. I'm sorry. I don't I'm know sorry, why Mom. you invited Jerry. Jerry invited himself. I'm sorry. I. <laughs> yeah, why is Jerry here? <laughs> he just enjoys us. He comes to every meeting where we fire somebody. Can I ask a question? Can I ask? A... I'm here. Jerry's here. Who's who's manning the registers right now? It's <laughs> <laughs> anarchy out on the floor. That's just what Jerry wants. But I'm the problem. Okay, <laughs> okay, okay. It's not mismanagement. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Is she referring to, not to get ahead of ourselves, but she's going to get home and they're going to be there, okay, and she's going to be all excited. Is it is it all's well that ends well? Is it the fact that she gets this moment at home is what's going to make it the best day? Or just the fact that this person is out in the world somewhere, well, that well, every day is the best day? Or, That's what I'm wondering. Well, or is no. she... She drank too much last night, but was yesterday a day that she got to spend completely with her significant other? And so she, uh, you know, she takes the phone call to say, I want to thank you for giving me the best day of my life just to be with you Mm. is having the best day of my life. So it doesn't matter. She's almost she's almost remembering the joyful day that she had with her significant other. And so when she like can that. key into that good memory, then she's having a, a better day and it's not so bad. So when she answers the phone, she's like, I, and I just want I just want to say thank you. Yes. For the great time we had. Yeah. Yesterday. Yeah. Because, I think. Well, God, be, you, you I was going to say, because she says, I want to thank you for giving me the best day of my life. When she looks at the picture on the wall, it reminds her that it's not so bad. When she takes the phone call, it's not so bad. It's not the today right. might not be the best day, but being with this person and memories of being with this person and whenever she is with this person, that's the best day of her life. Maybe not right now, but you can look forward or look back to the times when it was a joyful time. That's all. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I think there are three possible interpretations. I think there's 
Rachel, your interpretation, which which I think is valid, that um, despite what's going on on this day, mm-hmm. there is that memory of like she had this great day, right? And and she's thankful for that great day that makes this bad day seem not so bad, which is very much like the Christmas scene from uh, the Kids in the Hall movie, Brain Candy. Oh yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I was thinking that. Okay, good. And do you want to explain? <laughs> so there's a it's a there's a pill and for people who are depressed and they take it and it has them basically live in their favorite memory and it just plays over and over and over again. But they get locked in that memory and they just wind up in a comatose state reliving this single memory over and over again. <laughs> and the Christmas scene was wasn't it like It's just like the grandkids coming over for like 10 seconds grabbing their Christmas gifts and leaving and she was thrilled yeah so I think there's that interpretation I think Dan what you were saying is another valid interpretation where it's like just as bad as today is today's the best day because we're talking on the phone right um the third interpretation which I had a second ago (laughs) before I started talking about the kids in the hall well um, I just think like just like every day, no matter how bad it is, every day is also simultaneously the best day. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The third interpretation, because... which I just remembered, mm-hmm. is um, she says this all the time. Where, right. like, when, <laughs> when she was hammered the night before, she was like, I am having the best day, you guys. <laughs> this is the best day. And, you know, we're significant other calls and... She she says thank you for giving me the best day. And they're like, like you said that last night. You say this you said right. that when you were drunk at karaoke. By the way, we weren't at a karaoke bar. You were just singing on top of the table. <laughs> Dido, she's like, the, yeah, I got a headache. Dido, the more you say it, the less impact it has. Is what I'm saying. And you say it all the time. <laughs> there is a fourth interpretation, which is she's just being sarcastic. <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's like, and she's singing this to Jerry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. thank you, thank Jerry, you, for Jerry. giving me the best this day the of best my day. life. Oh, just to be with you is the <laughs> best day of my life. <laughs> yeah, I definitely want to be here with you, Jerry, and not at home reading my Dilbert calendar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I like to do every song that we've done as if it were just sarcastic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, that'd be yeah. hilarious. Yeah. It's a graveyard smash, <laughs> sure. Yeah. A little ditty about Jack and Diane. <laughs> yeah, I uh, hear the drums, uh, Fernando. <laughs> I hear the uh, oh I can't hear him anymore. I can't hear him anymore, Fernando. <laughs> oh, so everybody's just a man. sarcastic jerk in every song. Push <laughs> <laughs> the door, I'm home at last. And I'm so Got, you got to bring that umbrella. I'm yeah. Just, I'm just going to say that. Now, Remember I've been before in storms, when we were talking about easy solutions? Yep. I've been in storms in, in New York, you know, trying to commute home where I have the umbrella and it's still like, 
from your armpits down, uh, you're still soaking. It's wet raining sideways. It's coming in sideways. Yeah, I get that. Maybe that's what's going on, but I just, I feel like she's a little. Her tea went cold. She missed the bus. She forgot her umbrella. I think she's a little. She's a little discombobulated. Hungover um, Dido is not on her best game. I guess no. she is hungover. I guess that's fair. Yeah. I guess yeah. She's not quite. She doesn't have. She was it. rushing, she's, she's, and she's, she's like, hungover. I forgot the umbrella, and I have no time to go back and get it. And you know, you know that she she got to work looking like that too, because yeah. she she was running six blocks after a bus. Yeah. Um. And Jerry was just like, I guess someone forgot an umbrella. Nah, no umbrella. Enough, Jerry. Unless you have an umbrella for me, you're not helpful. Thanks, Jerry. This is the best day. Yeah, it's the best day of my life. Yep. Mm, thank you. Um, Maybe that was what Jerry was saying. It's like, oh, it looks like someone's having the best day. Oh. <laughs> God, Jerry's oh. the worst. Jerry, <laughs> Jerry God. Is the How do you worst. even keep a job here? Nobody oh, likes Jerry. Oh, Jerry. Nobody likes Jerry. He's just oh. mean to everybody. <laughs> Dido's like, I'm your boss. You can't talk to me like that. <laughs> Um, so push the door. I'm home at last. I'm soaking through and through. Then you handed me a towel and all I see is you. And even if my house falls down now, I wouldn't have a clue because you're near me. Aw. Do they live together? I don't know. Part of me hopes so. Because then it's just a breaking and entering situation. No, no, no. I mean, well, I mean, it's like he surprised her. Like, you know, her uh, Dido's significant other just surprised her at home. Uh, if that's the case, why is you this know it would be nice, just, what, uh, hot like a surprise ride to work, well, or a surprise tea that say. stays hot? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was wondering if he just leaves early for work, or if they do live separately, and then he just has like a key or whatever to get in. I mean, right. That would, that would make sense. I feel like probably, I mean, <laughs> I don't know if it's, if it's him leaving early or her leaving very late. That's true. Yep. But I, I, I do sense that she says, even if my house. That's the thing. Yeah. So she I think, even if, yeah, I, I the think my they house. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, yeah. And he got in through an open window. You know what it could be? <laughs> you know what it could be? The phone call could have been, hey, I, I'm going to come by later. Um, do you want me to bring you a hot tea? Don't be late because yeah. it'll get cold. <laughs> it's just like four mugs of cold tea on your counter. Should I get rid of those? <laughs> no. Yeah, there's I'm starting there's, to like there's, it. There's, there's four cups of cold tea next to your umbrella that's sitting here by the door. So I'll have <laughs> I'll have a towel ready uh, when you when you come on in. <laughs> I mean, I feel like no matter how good your date's going, if your if your house fell down, um, I mean, I guess maybe if you. Like, you know, you went through the little window, like uh, uh, Harold Lloyd style, perhaps yeah. you, <laughs> yep. you wouldn't notice. Yeah. But otherwise, I feel like I'd be a tough thing to miss. That's all Yeah. You yep. have a That's clue. Awesome. That's yeah. true. You'd at least have a clue. You'd have a clue. You know what yeah, I yeah. think she's talking about? No. If her house fell down, mm-hmm. it would take her game room with it, so she wouldn't have... She wouldn't have her copy of Clue. Oh, the game Clue. Anymore. Oh, got it. I would. I yeah. wouldn't have a Clue. Yeah, that's I wouldn't a totally have a normal clue. way to. to I wouldn't have that. a Monopoly. I wouldn't have <laughs> a Scrabble. You know what I would have? Sorry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not the game. 
no. just the feeling. Just, yeah, just I would have yeah. the feeling of sorry. And a deck of cards. I keep them in my pocket at all times, just <laughs> all in case Jerry wants you never to know. play a quick game no. of poker at lunch. That's right. Um, <laughs> he's real mean, but he's real bad at poker. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So, I mean, she's she's set over heels. Uh, she really for is this guy. Um, and I want to thank you for giving me the best day of my life. Oh, just to be with you, it's having the best day of my life. And I want to thank you <laughs> for giving me the best day of my life. Oh, just to be with you, it's having the best day of my life. I mean. I don't, I don't know what to say. I mean, I'm just glad that I can, I yeah. can make you happy. That's all. Yep. <laughs> if you're happy, I'm happy. That's all I got to say about that. That's, uh, that's what I've always said. If Dido's happy, I'm happy. That's right. Exactly. We're so happy. You're um, so happy. So she's sad. I want to say she's sad, but I'm glad that she seems, there seems to be a ray of sunshine. Uh, she, she's, yeah, uh, she's able to look on the bright side. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. This guy, and I this, think this... I I do think that's why one of the reasons that this song still resonates. Like people love this song, and it's a great song. But I think there is there is that that sense of optimism. There is that that perspective um, that a song like this on a bad day, if you listen to it, like can kind of get you out of a bad mood. Yeah. Um, so I I think this song does resonate for that specific reason. Outside of the fact that it's awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I did have one thought. Okay. Mm-hmm. The only thing that would make this, because it's not... Okay, so the only thing I think mm-hmm. that would make this song even better, mm-hmm. it's not clear who she's singing to. I mean, yes, we do think it is you, Dan. Um, but, because all she says is you... How much better would this song be if it was absolutely clear that she was singing to her dog? Oh, it'd be so great. Right? So great. Uh, okay. Couple of problems. A real with Mandy that. feel. All, <laughs> why is the dog not home in the morning? That's my first Doggy question. daycare. Gets picked up by the yeah, dog yeah. walker. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. What's, the your, next, I mean, what's your next question? She needs, she needs some time alone. She, she's yeah. had a bad morning. Well, and this dog okay. is good. This dog can get her a towel. Here's mm-hmm. here's the other problem. Here's yeah. a, okay, well, I got a couple problems. But now I'm suddenly back on Jerry's side, which is like, <laughs> hold on, I got to take this call from my dog. <laughs> Jerry, Jerry, Jerry's like, <laughs> Dido, that is clearly a fake call. Your dog is not calling you. I'm sorry. I just, uh, I have to take this. It's my dog. Your dog doesn't have opposable <laughs> thumbs. How is your dog dialing a phone? Using a, a t- it's, I mean, come on. So I, I do have an answer for that. Okay. Yeah. So obviously this is a very smart dog, but you know those um those pet cameras that like you can interact <laughs> with your pet and it'll yep. it'll throw like treats. Sure. Uh I think it's one of those. I think okay. I think she wasn't on her phone. She was at her desk, she was at her computer and she was like, Oh, my, my dog needs to talk to me. <laughs> I mean, if she's buying that technology in the year 2000, no wonder she's got bills to pay. Yeah, yeah she yeah, spent yeah. all I mean, her money on this technology. <laughs> she was an early investor. On, like, cutting-edge robot technology for her dog. And the, the, the phone doesn't ring. It's, it's, it's like a two-way pet cam, so, mm-hmm. so her dog throws uh, treats at her as well, and then she throws yeah. treats at the dog. It's the same treat. It's, but, it's, by the just, way, it's connected by... First, first of all, imagine something. being in the year 2000 
and somebody saying, oh, no, don't worry. In about 20 years, we're going to have a camera where you can talk to your dog and then shoot it a treat. You'd be like, what is life? What is <laughs> happening? What are we doing with the Sounds technology like we have? It's like, everything's going great. In the year 2022, I will ask no further questions about <laughs> how things are going. I'm going to sit here and play Snake on my phone. <laughs> if I could look at my computer, talk to my dog, and give my dog a treat, um, yeah. I'm pretty sure we figured everything out. Yeah. Yeah, everything's, everything's, everything's great. Everything's great. Uh, all right, anything else on this song? This is a great song about a dog great song yeah <laughs> all right let's do expanding universe what do we got expanded universe well i mean this is definitely taking place on a manic monday yeah it's definitely I a mean, manic this monday. is a mirror i think it's a manic monday i think she is the same person from manic monday mm. and this woman cannot get to work on time she cannot ever. her name is rachel oaks <laughs> and she and she really has to rethink her morning routine i, I think we can um, definitely say that the night before i mean just get the easy ones out of the way she was having uh one bourbon, bourbon scotch, scotch one beer yeah. uh, maybe more at the end yeah some pedimore whiskey oh yeah um at the end of the night, the bartender was like, you can't go home. You, 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 can't, you don't have to go, <laughs> you home. Can't go home. You can't go home. Your, you your can't house go home. fell your down. Your dog's not going to want to see you. Your house <laughs> fell down. You can't go home. He's got a call. Your house fell down. He's got a phone call from your dog. You can't go I home. I didn't have a clue. We know you didn't have a clue. <laughs> You're here. You're here. Um, um, you don't have to yeah. go home, but you can't stay here. And then... And then he was like, but you, you should go home because you have to work in the morning. Yeah. And she was like, no, this is the best day. Don't tell me what to do. It's the best, the best day. day. <laughs> Shots on me. Um, the, I mean, I've already sort of hinted at it, but I can go the sad way or I can go the hopeful oh, way. Oh, brother. I think the you got to sad way. Both. Well, the sad way is this is the prequel to Jewel. Yes. Because mm. she only gets more and more discombobulated. Wow. And, 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 but I, and, and I have, and this, I have and evidence this, to back that up. Well, I was saying, this person, this, this, this significant other finally gets sick and tired of it and leaves her. Or this is Jules' new relationship. And she's still cookie crazy, but things are much better now. Or it could be her new relationship. All right, so here's the evidence to back it up. Um, okay. So when he brings her a towel, he was like, look what I just found on the floor. Right. You said you weren't going to throw oh, your towels on the floor anymore. Oh, so that's the beginning. <laughs> it's the beginning of the end is what we're seeing. Yeah. And she's like, oh, yeah. you handed me a towel. Thank you so much. All I see is you. And he's like, no, you're not listening to me. You Are you noticing I'm handing you a floor. soaking wet towel? Stop, hug <laughs> Stop hugging the wet towel. I did not take, <laughs> pick this towel up to give to you to wipe yourself off. And then she wipes herself off and then throws it back on the floor. And he's like, I don't know if I can take this anymore. <laughs> this is the best Where day. This is my worst you, day. There's a cup what of cold you? tea next to a giant stack of pancakes. You just came in. Where's your keys? Where are your keys? Are they in the door? Are they in the door oh, again? Man. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know your 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 tea was cold in the morning. You want to know why? You made a thousand pancakes before you drank it. <laughs> Stop making pancakes. <laughs> oh she my wasn't God. late for work because she missed the bus. She was late for work because she went to a movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. In the middle of the day. Um, all right, this one's going to get real specific, but she's got, she is presumably has some sort of like, you know, retail job. Uh, does she work at the Philly pizza company? Oh, wow. Oh, oh. okay. Okay. <laughs> did she, wow. Did she run it to punk, punk rock, rock girl? girl out there. I like it. Just saying. Yeah. I was just trying to think of, you know, places well, where she could work and she says, or she could well, work in the record store. They yeah. ordered hot tea and she said, we only have it iced. I can't, <laughs> even, make, I can't <laughs> even make hot tea at home. I All I can do is that. have cold tea. All right. That's Why perfect. is there no yeah. hot tea in my life? <laughs> or she's, just like, or she's oh. like, if I can't get hot tea, no one can get hot tea. <laughs> <laughs> uh, everywhere I go, I have problems with tea. Oh, man. Um, Maybe she works um, scraping paint off of hardwood floors and her coworker, Jerry, <laughs> is like, look, I get to this job on time. When I worked in the record store, I got to work yeah. on time. I saw the best movie last night. Uh, Let me tell you. I'm going to marry a movie star. <laughs> Shut up, Jerry. <laughs> I do think um, when she gets home and he hands her a towel and she's like, even if my house falls down, uh, I wouldn't have a clue. Sonny is yeah. outside being like, oh, just you wait. <laughs> oh, you just, yeah. I'll show you. As she lights a match. Your house won't oh, fall man. down. Your house will go up. <laughs> I'm Sonny. <laughs> she says she says she runs away <laughs> I'm Sunny Sunny oh, out man. <laughs> oh man uh, alright clear out the game room <laughs> yeah no alright let's leave it there uh, take a quick break and when we come back we'll talk about the history of this song with Story Behind the Story this episode is sponsored by BetterHelp Look, guys, there's no question that the last few years have been a bit rough. Maybe you're feeling scared or anxious or confused, and you just need someone to talk to. Heck, it would be weirder if you didn't. Without a healthy mind, being truly happy and at peace is hard. The good news is, therapy works. But what is therapy exactly? It's whatever you want it to be. Maybe you're not feeling motivated right now and would like some tools to help. Or maybe you're feeling insecure in relationships or at work, or you're not dealing well with stress. Whatever you need, it's time to stop being ashamed of normal human struggles and start feeling better because you deserve to be happy. And now you don't have to worry about finding an in-person therapist near you. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't even have to see anyone if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Join the millions of people who are seeing what online therapy is really all about. It's always a good time to invest in yourself because you are your greatest asset. And as a special offer to Story Song Podcast listeners, you can get 10% off your first month of professional therapy at betterhelp.com slash storysong, all one word. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash storysong. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. 
Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So, what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right, you'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. All right, guys, welcome back. It's time for the story behind the story. How did this story come to be? Michael. Yes, sir. Please tell us all about uh, Dido and thank you. Sure. In advance. And th- thank you. For, well, hold on. Thank you for doing the research. <laughs> You're welcome. And Great. thank you for thanking mm-hmm. me oh. about thank you. My pleasure. Um, here's thank you. So Dido was born uh, Florian Cloud de Bonneville Armstrong on December 25th, 1971. It's close okay. to Christmas. Mm, tough. Close yeah. to Christmas. Right on Christmas. <laughs> so close, it's on top of it. Was that hard? What a name. Quick question. Yes. Uh, is she like a character from uh, like a Jane Austen <laughs> novel? Well, that I don't want to spoil it, but yeah, name. she is a fictional character. <laughs> she uh, jumped out of a it. book. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I mean, that's an amazing name, is all I'm saying. I think her parents were, were I think her father was, they're, they're both involved in like the literary world. I forgot exactly okay. what they did, but, but yeah, uh, she came from a very literary family. Gotcha. That's, I, that's a mistake I made when I named my kids. I should have just thrown in random nouns. Um, yeah. <laughs> because nobody's nobody cares. No one's gonna check. But no. if, if someday they were famous, there would be some nice long name that they could read out. You know, yeah. like S- Spruce. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But I've always gone by anyway. this one four-letter word. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So um, she's always been called Dido. That's the thing. Like Dido is not a stage name. It's not, it, it's always been like what her family and friends have called her. So like I said, from, you know, a very, very long name down to one four letter word. Mm-hmm. Um, she, she's always been Dido. She goes by Dido. I think she considers that to be like her name. Um, her older, bro- uh, the name Dido, by the way, was, is uh, from the, Queen of Carthage in Virgil's Aeneid. Um, 
Sure. Her older brother, Roland, is a record producer known professionally and, again, personally, like, it's the same mm-hmm. thing with the nickname thing, uh, mm-hmm. as Rolo. Um, he's a member of the British electronica band Faithless. Hmm. And Dido says that her music career started just by hanging out with her brother. She said, quote, when we hang out, we always end up making music. That's fun. Like the Von Trapps. Yep. <laughs> just like the Von Trapps. <laughs> um, the, each one takes a dough and then a ray and then a me. It's, it's... Well, each one takes a die, a dough, a roll, yeah, and yeah. a low. <laughs> that song's less impressive with just two people, but... Right. <laughs> you know, you gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah. Um, she, um, in the time that she was hanging out with her brother at his studio, she began recording demos and singing backing vocals for Faithless. Again, this is a real quick overview of, of her career and how we got to thank you. Um, mm-hmm. So she was temping during the day. She was waitressing at night and she had the intention of eventually paying her way through college. In a 2001 interview with The Guardian, she says, quote, but then I got sidetracked. I just enjoyed making money and having a job too much. She eventually got a job at a literary agency and took law classes at night. What? I- She's all over the place here. She was all so, over the place. When, when, you, when you read that thing about temping during the day and her intention was eventually to, I thought you were going to say her intention was eventually to make it as a musician. <laughs> right. No. No. I don't think so Her intention first. was think, to pay her way through college. I think in school she learned instruments, and I think we'll get to that point in a minute, but she, okay. um, literally this minute, uh, she she did know how to play music and she wanted to be a classical musician, but she said that she didn't think she was good enough to make a living at it. Mm. But while she was working at a literary agency, which she said was a really good job that she liked and she was taking classes towards a law degree at night, at around that time she decided she wanted to try and make it as a singer okay. and a songwriter. So So yeah, up until the point that she actually gets into music, her career's kind of all over the place, and she was she was mm-hmm. recording and writing stuff with with her brother and his band. Um, so after she, while working at this literary agency, she had saved enough money to pay her rent for a year, and at that point, she decided to take that year off and try writing songs and recording demos. One of the songs. What was this job? What was, what was this job <laughs> that you could pay her rent for a year? What I mean, well, now I I'm looking, I was a, a high end executive. I'm three thinking my whole life. Should I should I have gotten to work for a literary agency? I don't even know what that <laughs> is. Louise. Apparently, they're rolling like in the dough. Company. The die dough. Um, all right, fair <laughs> enough. No, no, Daniel, no. <laughs> That was probably the She's second Rolo of a million. She's Rolo in the Dido. There we go. <laughs> oh, I feel man. like that's going to be a recurring joke. <laughs> all right, well, that's the end of this segment because it's not getting any better than that. <laughs> so um, we'll be back. <laughs> that's all we need to know. So she, she decided to take this year off, and, and she was mm-hmm. writing songs. She was recording demos. And one of the songs that she wrote during that time was Thank You. Oh, hmm. thank you. She, she wrote thank you in her West London basement flat. Uh, fun fact, I saw a news story 
from the BBC One show about her going back to to that time and and visiting the the flat where she wrote thank you and the front window of that apartment faces a wall so even if it wasn't raining she couldn't see anything anyway so (laughs) she couldn't see at all uh i don't think that was what inspired the lyrics but it's pretty funny yeah Hmm. the guitarist for faithless named paul herman was her co-writer on thank you she had already written the chorus. Paul Herman wrote the melody for the verse, and at that point, Dido didn't have lyrics written for the verse, but the melody inspired her. She said that she usually takes a while to write a song, but she was so inspired that later that night, she wrote all the lyrics while taking a bath. Of course she did, because it was a hit song. So it's written quickly and in random places. <laughs> in a bathtub. Yeah. You know what other song was another hit song that was written while the songwriter was taking a bath? Rubber Ducky? Okay, another one. <laughs> no, what? Crazy Little Thing Called Love. Really? Yeah, Freddie Mercury wrote it in the bath. Nice. Fun uh-huh. fact, that's all. Yeah. Not relevant at all, but that's it fine. is because we're talking about song... bath songs. That's right. How do you write a song in the bath? Very carefully. And here's why I was going to say, here's yeah. why I'm asking. Are you bringing an instrument in there? <laughs> Or how's that working? <laughs> no, you're, I think you're, you're, you're just writing the lyrics, but I hope you have one of those All little right. trays that you put over the bathtub. Because mm, if it's not... A, well, if she was going to law school garbled. at night, she probably had those yellow legal pads. Yeah. And I think they she float? was... I mean, I think you just have to be real careful to keep it out of the water. Because mm-hmm. it's like, otherwise, I wrote a masterpiece. This is my splash. Yep. <laughs> It's gone. It's gone forever. So, Thank You was written about her boyfriend at the time. Uh, They've since broken up. Um, In an interview... (laughs) It's been 25 years. In an interview with BBC's The One Show, Dido explained the lyrics by saying, Because the chorus was so sort of sweet, I wanted to make the verses a little bit darker. The second verse was quite a typical day for me. It's all going to the office, you've missed the bus, you've drunk too much, so in a way I was just sort of writing my life. Even when everything's not great, you're here, and that's all I need. Wow. So it is kind of autobiographical. Yeah, yeah, I think, yeah. yeah. Except except that she's showing up late, hungover, and making money hand over fist, apparently, so. (laughs) Yeah, so take that, Jerry. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Suck it, Jerry. You paying your rent for a year, Jerry? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. I missed the bus, and uh, that's just going to come right out of my billion-dollar-a-day paycheck. <laughs> yeah. Why are uh, you I missed the, the bus? bus? I guess, yeah, I was right? Say, I, 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 I missed the bus. I guess I'll take the Ferrari um, <laughs> that I have she doesn't because have a limo I have driver. a lot of money. <laughs> uh. So just before the end of the year that she took off and the end of the money that she had saved. It was October, Mm -hmm. 1996. She signed a publishing deal with Warner Chapel Music. And she also started getting offers from record companies. She had mixed emotions about becoming a professional musician. She told The Guardian in 2001 that, quote, music had always been my personal thing. No one invaded it. No one bothered me. It was absolutely mine. It was my escape. And there was something about having them give me money for it that, to me, symbolized it being taken away. Hmm. Which is interesting. Yeah. 
I think I think it was that she she had sort of like written these songs for herself by herself and now all of a sudden they were it was becoming a business for her. Right. right. Yeah. Which we've spoken about before, this kind of idea of you know you know, I mean every everything kind of is like a passion until it becomes a job and then it's a, yeah. it's a balance and you know, I'm sure there's a lot of artists that feel the same way. Like their artistry was taken away because now it's a job. It's something I have to do for money. Yeah. That said, take the money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that that feeling seems to be, at least in, in what I was reading, seemed to me to be one of the reasons that she ended up signing with her brother's record label, Cheeky Records. He offered her complete artistic freedom in recording her first album, which would become the album No Angel. Mm -hmm. No Angel was scheduled to be released in 1999. Just prior to its release, though, Cheeky Records was sold to BMG, and that delayed the release of the album in the UK. Since the album was licensed to Arista Records in the US, it was released there first, so Dido's initial success as a British artist was in the US. Mm -hmm. Prior to the release of uh of the album no angel and of the single thank you thank you was used in the film sliding doors which was released mm. in the u.s in april 1998 and in the uk in may of 1998 mm -hmm. so keep these dates in mind there's a really long time span for this song yeah so the first she she puts it on her demo in like 1996 or 95 and in 1998, before it's ever commercially released on an album or a single, it's in this movie. Yep. So more than a year later, the No Angel album was released on June 1st, 1999. Dido was touring in North America to promote the album when she heard from Eminem. Oh, what does Eminem have to do with this? <laughs> um, can, I ask, can I ask a question? Yes. Was it the green one? Or the red one? Which one? It was one? the red M&M. &M. Mm. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> he seems to be the leader. He does. Mm. <laughs> that, was, that, was a very, uh, that was a very important contribution I just did. I just wanted to point out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a necessity even. Yeah. That was very useful and I'm really glad I did. <laughs> she was on tour and she got a phone I call from it. the red M&M. And <laughs> the red M&M said to Dido, did I ever tell you that I saw Santa Claus? No. And she said, wow, that's a really specific reference to one commercial. And he said, yeah, but it plays every year. And yeah, she was like, uh, I don't know if everyone's going to get that or even care. Most people are probably going to fast forward this part of the podcast. So anyway, <laughs> Dido told Billboard in a 2013 interview, quote, I first heard about Stan when I was in a hotel in New York. I remember getting the letter, getting the CD and putting it on my little CD player and just being completely blown away. I just got a letter saying, we heard your track, we love it, we'd like to use it for this track, Stan, can you take a listen? I hope you like it, and can we use your song? It was completely out of the blue, I put it on like, I wonder what he could have done, you just don't know, and I was a big Eminem fan, so it was pretty cool. And then I heard it, I remember because I had some friends staying in the same hotel, they were literally running down the hall like, you gotta listen to this, it's just brilliant. Oh. So, wow. thank you so, was sampled in the song Stand by Eminem. 
Yes. And yes, she that is. Obviously gave him permission to do yeah. it and I was really so, I was really hoping that you were going to that that whole um thing was going to start with I just got a letter saying and then it was like just written <laughs> like stan like the stan letter but from Eminem <laughs> to Dido and she was like I it was real weird. <laughs> Dear Dido, I'm your biggest fan. <laughs> oh my gosh. This is going weird. <laughs> so was Stan released before this song was actually released? Or oh no no, it came out June. Okay, no, 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 no. okay, I got it. I got it. I got it, it was it was on a similar timeline. I don't mm-hmm. know if it's close. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if Eminem heard because Stan was obviously written before the single was released. So it's not like Eminem heard it on the radio and was like, oh, this right, is a great right, song. Right, right. So either he had the Dido album. Or he's right. a big Gwyneth Paltrow fan, and he I'm was in. there opening night for, uh, yeah. what's it called? Sliding Doors. Sliding Doors. And was like, this song that's playing over the credits, I gotta use it. Yeah. But yeah. somehow he found it, and what's interesting is, I think the track was complete. He didn't approach Dido and say, hey, we'd like to use your song in this song, can we do it? It was like, here's the song, we'd like to do this, can we do this so she heard how it was going to be used and thought it was amazing and it is so stan appears on the marshall mathers lp which was released may 23rd 2000 so almost a year after dido's no angel album it was the album's third single released november 21st 2000 and for those who don't know the song stan tells the story of an obsessed fan through a series of letters he writes to eminem the part of thank you that's sampled is the first verse. So it's not the chorus or anything. It's just the part with my tea's gone cold. I'm wondering why I got out of bed at all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, it works. So it works really well with the song. Oh, it totally does. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely takes a dark turn, but <laughs> and gives yeah. a dark turn to a song that is just lovely and about being happy that you're with someone. Yeah. Well, I go ahead. No, you go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, so the other thing that the reason why this is kind of funny for us is we did, we just did thank you, obviously. Um, Stan has been on the list of songs to do for a long time. Uh, we have avoided it for obvious <laughs> reasons. Uh, it would be difficult to to make fun of and, and have a good time with. Um, it's but dark. anyway, it's just funny. But it's one story song that got turned into another story song. So for yeah. for us, that's that adds an interest, uh, an extra level of of interesting to it. Yeah, it, and it's it's such an interesting use of the song because it's it's a such a dark interpretation of the lyrics, where right. the love song element of thank you, mm-hmm. um, where she says your picture on my wall reminds me it's not so bad. You know, that's a, an obsessed fan with with. M&M posters. Right. So like this this delightful love song becomes a different kind of love song. It becomes like a song about obsession. Yeah. And it's so well, and, interesting to to think right. of them side by side. And it's the only and thing she, that they're that that they have in their life basically because it doesn't go on and sort of build like the song uh thank you builds. It right. basically is like it's this is, you know, why'd I get out of bed at all? Like, that doesn't make any sense. You're the only thing I've got going for me. Yeah. And, and a big difference in thank you is 
at the end, she sees the person that she's singing to. Yes. In Stan, there's no connection to the person that he's that he that he has these thoughts about. Yeah. It's it's just a completely different song, and it's so interesting, and it's so dark. It's not so bad. It's not so bad. Dear Mister, I'm too good to call and write my friends. This will be the last package I ever send your ass. It's been six months and still no word. I don't deserve it. I know you got my last two letters. I wrote the addresses on them perfect. So this is my cassette I'm sending you. Dido actually appears in the video for Stan playing Stan's girlfriend. She told The Guardian in 2001, quote, Eminem was always sweet and charming and friendly. And since Thank You was sampled, Dido has writing credit on Stan. Wow. So Stan was a huge hit, although it only peaked, not only, but it peaked at number 51 on the Hot 100. That is surprising. Yeah, but it's, it's one of those songs that has, that everybody knows. It's just had such a huge impact. It's actually influenced the language. The word Stan actually appears in Webster's Dictionary as a noun. It means, quote, an extremely or excessively enthusiastic and devoted fan. You know, for instance, people who love story songs and do an entire (laughs) podcast about it might be story song stands. As a verb, it means, quote, to exhibit fandom and uh, to exhibit fandom to an extreme or excessive degree. I'm sorry. So when the younger generation is saying, I totally stand them, they. Yeah. I was trying to decipher. I have been trying to decipher what that means (laughs) for years. It is a reference. It literally comes from Stan? Yeah. Yeah. I never put that together. I was like, I guess like a fan, like they totally like they 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 something about something that starts with S T and then the word fan is what I always thought it was. And I could not figure it out. This changes my whole outlook on the Instagrams and tweetsers <laughs> and I mean the, I would I would not be surprised if you all those things. If you if you pulled your your random teenager now, yeah, who's who's like, oh, I'm such a uh, One Direction stand, not One Direction. What's oh my the... god! <laughs> no, no, no. I actually, I'm using what's BTS. What's or... the BTS? That's what I meant. Um, I'm such a BTS stand or whatever. I probably a lot of them wouldn't know. The no, connection. of course they not. just know the word. I'm just saying. Yeah, it's a thing that, like Michael said, it 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 you know it started a small gr- uh, group of people using it, and then it just billowed out until now everyone says it, and I don't know if anyone. I... Knows where That's amazing. I, I listen again, you guys. We we don't only teach here; we learn. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm learning. I also read somewhere, and wherever I read this said that it was not confirmed, but there is a thought that I don't know if Eminem intended this, but it's quite possible that Stan is uh, actually a combination of the word stalker and fan. Oh, see, that so, makes sense. Again, that is not confirmed, and it's just—I think it's just a theory that's out there. And I don't know if Eminem's ever confirmed it. I don't know if it's been confirmed anywhere else. But listen, that's just something I read. That's also a theory that helps me out because I was trying to figure <laughs> out what word would go with "fan" to make this a thing. That word is "stalker." Stalker and fan stan doesn't matter. I, I'm just learning everywhere, you guys. <laughs> it's a big day for you. It really is. Uh what a treat. <laughs> <laughs> Eminem also famously performed Stan at the 43rd Grammy Awards with Elton John singing the Dido part. Mm-hmm. 
So now back to Thank You. Thank You was released as the third single from No Angel more than a year after its release. And keeping in mind that the album was released more than a year after the song first appeared in Sliding Doors. Mm -hmm. So Thank You was released as a third single on September 18th, 2000. And the success of Stan affected the success of Thank You. So... Technically, the the Thank You single was released before the Stan single by about Mm -hmm. a month and a half. Um, Mm -hmm. But Thank You made its debut on the Hot 100 in January of 2001, so two months after the release of Stan. And three months after, three or four months after the release of the Thank You single. So this is, we've talked about those slow burns on the charts. Yeah. This is one of the rare kind of modern examples of that. Mm-hmm. Well, and obviously, I mean, obviously, there, you know, Stan. I'm not. I mean, I know you're saying this, but like Stan, obviously, you know, affected the chart status of Thank You because I remember yeah. when that when that happened, and I I think I heard Stan first, and then all of a sudden on the radio there was this song that sounded a lot like Stan, yeah. but it was a different <laughs> song, and I was like, what is the deal? Like I'm, I was like genuinely like confused. And of course, back then there wasn't like, you know a robust internet you could just look this stuff up on. So I was just sort of like, I mean, okay. I was like, I, I guess I just kind of missed when this song first came out and then it was used by Eminem, but I, I was, I'm now learning. Uh, Cause I'm also learning Rachel. Um, <laughs> they were, you know, they were, they were so cl- closely entwined that they were actually affecting each other. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the Dido album and the thank you single was doing fine. I don't think mm-hmm. it, it hadn't hit the hot 100, but she was touring. She was getting, airplay she was getting recognition and then stan just you know pushed it like like you wouldn't believe yeah so again like the slow burn released september made its debut on the hot 100 january of 2001 and it peaked at number three the week of april 28th 2001 it was behind survivor by destiny's child at number two and All For You by Janet Jackson at number one. Mm. That is a 2001 chart. Yeah, yeah, sure is. Sure is. By the way, that Janet Jackson song, All For You, was number one for weeks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like seven or eight weeks, I think. Thank You stayed at number three for three weeks and stayed on the charts for a total of 40 weeks. Thank You was a hit on other Billboard charts as well as around the world. It was a number one adult contemporary song and number one on the Dance Club Songs chart. Wait. Mm -hmm. This is a Dance Club song? Remix. Okay, thank you. Because I can't imagine this song playing and everybody being like, all right, everybody on the dance floor. (laughs) Feel those bongos, baby. (laughs) This is like the album version is what they play like just at the very end of the night. Like, guys, yeah. <laughs> you don't have to go home, but you can't yeah. stay here. While here, they're cleaning up. One. Yeah. Yeah. I want to thank you for coming to my club. <laughs> now get out. Yeah, it's very like, thank you for getting out now. Bye. Yeah. Please. On the UK singles chart, it went to number three. On the UK dance chart, it went to number five. In Canada, number 10. New Zealand, number 3. No Angel peaked at number 4 in the U.S. 
number one in the UK, number one in Australia, and number one in New Zealand, and number four in Canada. It was one of the biggest albums worldwide of 2001. Including Thank You, there were five singles from No Angel, Here With Me, Don't Think Of Me, Hunter, and All You Want. Her 2003 follow-up album, Life for Rent, was also a hit and included the hit single, White Flag. Great song. song. That's a great great song. song. Dido has released over the years five studio albums, most recently Still On My Mind in 2019, a live album and a greatest hits album. Several articles I found from over the years when Dido released a new album or toured again talked about Dido being back. She releases a new album like every four or five years and every article is like, Dido's back, you guys. She's back. (laughs) Remember Dido? (laughs) You remember the those songs that are still constantly on the radio yeah she's back (laughs) where'd she go Uh, she's back but i found an interview with her that seems to kind of summarize her approach to making music she says quote every album it's like she's making a comeback i'm just making albums and i don't do it that fast it's just the way i make music there's no rhyme or reason to it and there's no rules that i put on myself it's just like i've got something to say i'll make a record I might make another record in three months. Music to me is much more a natural thing, and it's not very thought out, and it's not like, oh my God, I've got to do an album next year. I just don't work that way. Well, yeah, sure, because she's got that, uh, she's still got that money from her her solid job before she was a a Yeah, in between albums, she goes back to that publishing company. Yeah, she goes back to the publishing company. Well, you're not going to give up a job like that. No, are you kidding me? I I do love that. That that talks, that, that speaks to her to the beginning of this where she's saying that the moment it, it was like they were paying me to do this, it became less of a passion and she didn't like it as much. It seems like she's found her way to keep it her passion and to do it her way. Yeah. And all the interviews that I, that I read and that I saw with Dido, she just seems very cool. Like she seems like just very talented artist, talented musician but just sort of very cool about it. You know, like I I saw a, a fairly recent interview from that BBC, um, the one show, and she she was happy to talk about thank you. She wasn't like, mm-hmm. oh, that was my first hit. I don't, I don't want to talk about right. that. She was happy to do it. And she seems very grateful for what that song has meant to her. And you can see from fans that the song resonates with people and people still appreciate it and people still it still means something to people so um she just seems very cool and very kind of laid back and she she seems to have that kind of approach to making music and as a result her music is great you know she she doesn't seem to put that pressure on herself of like just have to do another album do another album do another album she she like from when she first signed for her first album she had complete artistic control and she was going to say what she wanted to say and tell the stories she wanted to tell and at her own pace and i don't know just pretty cool way to go about doing it i think yeah (laughs) all right agreed awesome i have nothing to say other than i totally agree (laughs) uh all right cool uh let's leave it there uh michael thank you for that nice um we're gonna take a quick break and we come back we'll talk about the lesson we learned from this song with lessons learned are 
Are you looking for a playlist of the hottest, most bumpin' jams around? Well, we can help you with that, but we do have a Spotify playlist of all the songs we've reviewed on the show. So if you'd like to hear that, search for The Story Song Podcast, the official playlist on Spotify. Then you'll hear the most lit baller bops that go hard. I can't read this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're back. It's time for Lessons Learned. What lesson did we learn from this song? Rachel, let's start with you. What lesson did you learn from Thank You by Dido? Well, I mean, I learned this from Thank You by Dido, but I also learned it from Michael. Um, I learned mm-hmm. that I stand learning about Stan coming from Stan. Oh, okay. <laughs> wow. I like that. I'm a Stan for Stan. Stan for Stan. But I'm a Stan for Stan coming from Stan. I'm not a Stan right. for the Stan. Song Stan or the guy Stan. I'm a stand for the. You're, you're I, a stand, stand for, for stan. the knowledge of Stan. For the etymology yes. of the fact that Stan comes from Stan. That's right. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. Um, you have a whole TikTok about that. Mm-hmm. That's, that's yeah, yeah. every TikTok I have is that. Just and she's been stan. writing letters to Eminem about it. So. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. And Merriam-Webster um, dictionary. <laughs> Dear Miriam, writing you. But you ain't writing back. Dido, oh, I get it. it. You're a book. <laughs> uh, that's the worst part. Is you just have been like putting it into the book and hoping the book will respond. You're not even sending <laughs> it to happening. anyone. Uh, and then I just start playing on my phone. I start playing. Thank you by Dido to the to the mm. book and it doesn't make any sense. That I close um, it real quick. Guys, I'm coming at you with another great product. <laughs> here we uh, go. <laughs> here at here at Danco Industries. And it is simply this. If you are dating a new person, right? You might be like super into them and everything else just kind of falls away, right? That's why you need my did my house fall down alarm. Okay? <laughs> Because maybe you don't know. Maybe you're so into the person, you did not realize that your house had fallen down around yeah. you. This is this alarm will let you know if your house has, in fact, fallen down. Mm-hmm. This alarm will go off, and Smart. then you will be aware that your house has, in fact, fallen down. It does not alert you about anything else. No. <laughs> Only also not whether prevent, your house is Also on. can't prevent it. Can't no, absolutely it. not. No. no, no, no. In fact, may cause it, but those lawsuits are frivolous, and I'm sure they'll be thrown out. <laughs> um, so don't worry about that. You're covered, but, Dan. Uh, You're covered. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Because sometimes uh, it's not until after the breakup that you real like you you're on your way home and you take your right. keys out and you're like, wait, wasn't there a house here? <laughs> you go to put your keys in the door and it's not there. <laughs> and you just realize you're Gosh. trying to walk into a pile of rubble. Yeah. Um, I've been living here for three years. How did I not notice? I've been, I've been sleeping on these rocks this whole time. <laughs> oh man, uh, Michael, what'd you learn? I learned that any love song, no matter what the love song is. Mm-hmm. is completely meaningless unless it's about a dog. Okay. 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 That's true. All right, it takes enough. on that's a true. whole new meeting and it's so much better if, and, if it's being right. sung to a dog. And if that dog can answer a phone, then that, that puts a whole other level to it. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. 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 
It's a song uh, about uh, those pet treat cameras. It's that's all you need. <laughs> that's all you need. <laughs> Michael's Michael's favorite love song is dogs barking jingle bells. Um, <laughs> hey, you guys! Some, thank some you very so much. Talented dogs. Thank you so much for listening uh, to the Story Song Podcast. We'll be back next episode with another great Story Song. Uh, if you could follow us on the socials like Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, uh, that would be great. And if you could leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever your podcast, uh, we would certainly appreciate it. Uh, like I said, we'll be back next time. Thanks for listening. I'm Dan McInerney. I'm Rachel Oaks. And I'm Michael Gazelle. We'll talk to you guys next time. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Our theme music was written and performed by Jason Flowers. Find him on Twitter at Jason Flowers with a Z. Some of our bumper music was provided by Purple Planet Music. Our logo was designed by Dan Geva. Be sure to like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at story underscore song, and on Instagram at story song podcast. And don't forget to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you find your podcasts. The Story Song Podcast is a proud member of the Pantheon Podcast Network. Go to pantheonpodcasts.com. Thanks for listening. It's the story can i do that now or is it gonna be weird sure okay no i don't know how i don't know how sound editing works i mean dan when she gets back do it do it like you're starting the show over (laughs) it'll be funny okay okay all right yeah we gotta start over again yep no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> it's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points.